What's going on, guys and girls? Welcome back to another episode on the Inside the Mind. Joining me is one of our funded traders, and I'm really excited to get into this, as I'm sure many of you in the community as well wouldn't have actually heard too much about our special guest, but I'm looking forward to you to learning about his journey, what he's gone through, and of course, congratulate his success. Brent, welcome to Inside the Mind. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you for jumping on as well. And this is, of course, a first introduction for many people in the community to, to meet you. There's always people working in different ways. Some work in the shadows to get things done. Some people learn in different ways. And I'm sure uh, you've kind of gone through that process. For those that haven't heard much about you, don't know about your journey too much, if you used to give us just a 10 to 15 seconds or 30 seconds kind of synopsis as to how long you've been trading, uh, where you're from, et cetera, that would be awesome. At this point, I guess I've been trading for almost about three years now. Kind of started off a similar way to most people start off. It was in a signal service. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't, I don't want to say I regret going into that for like the first four or five months because at the end of the day, I still learned from that and I got into the space. I learned that, you know, the signal service wasn't necessarily right for me. Not to say that it's they're not good or anything. It just wasn't how I wanted to learn how to trade. It wasn't what I wanted to be doing. Um, then I joined another, another spot. Um, same thing again, wasn't for me. And I don't want to say that just jumping from strategy to strategy right away. I just didn't have that feeling right away that it was like, this is what I wanted to be doing was looking around for somewhere else to learn. Cause I, I kind of knew right away that teaching myself wasn't the right way to go. It just seemed like a very hard market to do on my own credit for you for doing it on your own. But, uh, Eventually, I found Falcon through the YouTube channel, joined in April 2020 time. Um, yeah, and it's been great ever since. Right away from just a couple of YouTube videos, I kind of had this gut feeling. This, guy, this seems like a little bit different than the other spots um, that I was in before. And uh, yeah, it's been a crazy journey so far. It's been a lot more than just learning how to trade Forex. It's... Um, you know, everything else that goes into it, right? The mindset, um, routines, all that stuff um, will determine how your results are as a trader. So um, yeah, just recently passed the uh, fund a couple of weeks ago. So it's been really good. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'd love to congratulate there again, of course, for the, the first time on, on video. So big congrats to you. You know, there was no fluke, no luck there. That was some deliberate discipline, hard work. And I'm sure you feel incredible about that. How did it feel for you? I'm just interested. Uh, a great milestone, great achievement. You've obviously said what you said earlier about you visualized yourself as like, right, I'll be on there one day, you know, that's mm. going to be good to work towards. And here you are now, which is a, a commonality that I've seen in most traders that succeed. They kind of project themselves in that successful image already. How is it for you having maybe so many people congratulate you? Cause I always find that part interesting. Yeah, that, that part felt uh, really good because basically like you just said, ever since I joined um, Falcon, obviously the end goal for me was to be, a full-time trader. I didn't really like my job. Um, don't really like working for anyone else. I've always liked the idea of kind of being um, in my own lane, doing my own thing, not having someone telling me what to do and, and obviously having that freedom that trading brings you. So for the past three years of, um, even when I started the first one, the goal has just been to, you know, have that freedom, be my own person and be a trader. I've always loved the charts. As soon as I got to the point where I passed, it almost felt surreal because um, obviously I've, I've always been confident and knew I was going to get there. But then when I when I actually got there and I saw the people in the community that 
Um, you know, I've been keeping an eye on it. I haven't been that active, but still recognize all these names and all the congratulations from all these like-minded people feels uh, really good. Actually put a big smile on my face when I logged on there and I saw both in the, both, both discords there, all the people congratulating me. I was like, oh, that feels really good. Um, and honestly, passing just motivated, has motivated me to kind of double down on everything that, uh, that I've been doing. I feel like I've been more focused than, um, pretty much ever before, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. And it seems pretty easy to just buckle down and not, not to say that I have like a crazy amount of work to do. I just feel like I've been more dialed in terms of routines, um, focus, doing what I need to do every day to making sure that I can make the best decisions, um, in the market. Yeah, that, that's amazing. And I would love to go uh, deeper into that. Your, your own discipline, your routines. Is there anything that you do specifically? Do you have a very regimented morning routine or evening routine? Um, I found for myself that having, I guess, a little bit more uh, leeway and flexibility in my morning and evening routine um, works better for myself. Um, obviously, I'm still waking up and going to bed around the same time. But if whatever I'm out, I'm doing something, I get home a little later, I'm not going to treat that as you know, the worst thing in the world. Um, more so just doing things that keep me focused and sharp and staying away from other things that, you know, take away from that mm-hmm. um, has been a bigger focus for myself. Um, obviously, a pretty younger, I just graduated university. So a lot of friends are going out doing this and that even on weeknights, like going to baseball games, uh, going to bars, so staying away from that stuff, pretty, pretty key for me. And just, you know, making sure I get my morning evening uh, forecasting done and all the other stuff that uh, just keeps me focused and keeps me ready to go. So I'm basically able to make the best decisions that I can in the market, because that's ultimately, I think, what it comes down to, what trading comes down to. Like you have your strategy, but you just have to make those decisions. Like, do I tra- take this trade or do I not take this trade? And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's been pretty key for me. Yeah, that's 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 bang on. Have you found that difficult to say no to these things? So I know lots of people are in those scenarios where it's Friday night, Saturday night. They yeah. know they've got bigger goals to accomplish, but there's that pressure. You know, maybe you've gone to school, university, you've graduated, you still have that there, and you're trying to keep that bond. How how have you dealt with that? Um, so it was obviously it was pretty easy. So I joined April 2020. So over here in Canada, there wasn't really a whole lot going on for a year and a couple of months just because of lockdowns and everything. So that was honestly, I know obviously terrible, but selfishly for me in terms of no one was doing anything, it was really easy for me to just buckle down and sit here in my room on my laptop and uh, monitor and just do work for that. But ever ever since things started opening up, um, has been a little bit harder just for a couple of reasons, but um, for the most part, um, it hasn't been too hard just because I know um, what I want to do and where I want, who I want to be and where I want to go. Um, and just thinking about the end goal, um, has been, uh, just makes it a lot easier to be honest, especially now, since, uh, I know it's only been two or three weeks, but now since I passed, it's like, okay, this feels real now. Let's, uh, really buckle down. Cause, um, for me, what I'm thinking about is actually attaining that freedom, quitting my job. And hopefully by the you know, the end of this year, we'll see when we get there, we get there. But uh, hopefully by the end of this year, I'm, you know, a full time trader, which would be awesome. That That's epic. And and I'm glad you're so focused and disciplined with that. Because I find that there's, there's two things that people can very easily self sabotage, 
when they actually start winning. The crazy thing about self-sabotage is it happens when you start to do well because you you go back to default mode. Everything that you're talking about and what I can see is from, from the confidence, the way you want to go, the vision is very, very clear. And I'm always interested to ask these questions is because for students that are not successful yet or they're going through the roundabouts, maybe they've been trade, trying to learn to trade for four years, still haven't found success. It happens. It is what it is. Everyone has their own journey. It's important to learn from different people because everyone has a different path for example someone's non-negotiable in the morning might be meditation that might yeah. not be the same for you I, I don't sit there for 20 30 minutes meditating you just yeah. I, med I meditate by walking my dogs you know every you have to find these little things that work differently for you however there's always some commonalities with every successful people person especially in trading that they all do similar and i notice it's self-image right vision discipline and routines They've got, there's a few other things that kind of come into the mix, but they're very clear on who they want to be, who they are and where they're going. And that seems to be a huge contributing factor as to them sustaining it and actually getting to those next levels. So for you, if you kind of visualized a certain amount in your trading account, the golden number, for example, what is it the number of trading account or income that you need where you're like, right, that's, I've ticked that off. That's me full time now. I've done the golden number exercise. I could probably, um, I guess quit my job uh, sooner than I what I probably will do, and for the most part, what I want to do is kind of get to the point where I'm making um, just as much or more money in trading than what I'm making with my current job. Mm -hmm. um, the goal is to um, double up once more, um, get to the 120, um, and then at that point, I'm going to go part time with my job, which is I'm blessed that I I will be able to go part time with my job, and then. Uh, one more double up from there once I get to the uh basically the quarter million then that's when I'll um go full time epic yeah that's that's yeah. so sick oh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to you taking that off because that's going to be such an important milestone for you and your own journey this is what I love about this this podcast as well this is actually a, a milestone for you to to look at to to watch back you talking yeah. about these things and that's actually the one of the most exciting parts about it that we have this footage even for yourself right yeah. so when you've ticked off those goals you will go I know what you'll do you'll go back and you'll watch snippets of this podcast of you talking about that because one of the most powerful things is you seeing your your own goals manifest in your own handwriting when you've written those things out and they've they've come into fruition and also footage of you talking about it happening and then you're now arrived at that point of right oh I've I said I was going to go part-time I'm at 120 130 wherever you're at I'm now part-time and it's those incremental parts I'm excited for you man that's gonna be epic yeah yeah I'm really looking forward to it and it also is like obviously I have all my goals written down um in notion and in journals um as well. So those would be cool to look at. But this especially just because this also this is something that I've looking I've looked forward to doing um for a while. I've seen all a lot of other past students go on here when they pass their funding assessments or even other students like Ibi and Abdu be on here before as well. Now they're coaches. So um, just seeing other people that have been on here, seeing where they've gone to. So it, it feels really good to feel like I'm on, you know, I'm on the right track, right? Based off what other people that have been on here before have gone on to do. Um, and it will be pretty cool to look back, hopefully, um, when I get there to see that, yep, yeah, I said I was going to do it and I did it and now I'm here. Definitely. And, and I'm confident that you're someone who actually is very aware of what got you there 
is the thing that's going to keep you going, right? You seem very clear yeah. on let's not mess with anything else. And let's not always try to add too many things in, which is why when we speak about things like all this extra knowledge, can you see how that can be sometimes detrimental? Like yeah. you, you get where you're going and you've got there. Adding more doesn't mean more. If anything, sometimes adding more is the the quickest thing to self-sabotage because your mind tells you, oh, I'm doing really well. Therefore, if I could do better, it means that I would need something extra. When the reality is you don't need anything extra. You just need to carry on what is actually working for you just for longer. And then the yeah. numbers increase. Yeah, and I, I think that's uh, that's very true in both how I try and uh, keep like my daily structure and routines. I just try and keep everything simple. Obviously, I went through a long period of trial and error of what worked mm -hmm. and I found that for myself, what worked best was, um, you know, just keeping everything simple and finding the couple things that I find put me in the best mindset in the morning and a couple mm -hmm. things that I do at night before bed too, just sets me up, uh, to trade best for myself. And I'm not really, haven't been, haven't really been messing with that for the longest time. Um, and not to say that I've been trading perfectly, but it's been working so far, especially since, uh, I, I would consider that I reached consistently back in, you know, last winter time, maybe around November, December time. Um, and that also goes with my trading as well. Obviously, I've had a lot of input in terms of uh, trading style from you, from Ibi, and from Abdu as well. Um, for a long time, I didn't really have my own style within the style. I didn't know how I wanted to trade. Mm -hmm. um, it made sense at the time I was trying to take all the trades that you would take, trying to trying to take all the trades that Ibi would take and try mm -hmm. and take all the trades that Abdu would take, which in theory makes sense because you guys are all um, obviously very high level profitable traders. But what I didn't realize is that I'm never really going to be able to um, trade like this sustainably because I'm just not, this isn't this, I'm just not comfortable doing, you know, all this that you do, because if you look at it, like you guys don't all take the same trades. Exactly. Like, you all have your own style within the Falcon style. And it took me a while to realize that I need to have my own style that I'm comfortable with. So I can hopefully trade at scale um, comfortably and sustainably over a long-term period. Right. So um, I got to that point where I realized that, and that's kind of really where my trading took a turn. I just simplified everything. What do I like? most comfortable trading and then down on basically a couple of setups and it's been working pretty well for me yeah that's awesome and i think that's really important to, to actually talk about that right there and then i think for, for students that have not broken through to any level of consistency yet because this is actually kind of a common question that we get and i think a lot of students just get confused with the word style per se yeah. which is why i always like to switch it to preference right, right? because they, they they think it's like a different system within the system or yeah, they no, get really they get really confused by it where right. the reality is like you said like abdu's not going to take every trade that i take ibi's not going to take every trade i take i'm not mm -hmm. going to take every trade that those guys take yeah it, it, everyone has their own preference and sometimes what you'll find is for i'll give you a good example i know traders within falcon that will never take a reversal ever Right. They, yeah. they just, and that's fine. It, like that doesn't mean that that's wrong. Like if, if yeah. you're only waiting for continuation and you found you can be more patient, I always stack it up like this. It's always a matter of increase risk, decrease risk, the potential that you might miss out on some trades. But as long as you have acceptance for exactly the type of things that you're looking for, then it doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're not profitable and then you have 
uh, too many specificities on how you're going to trade, that's when it's a problem, right? That's when you maybe need to start emulating. For example, if someone's always waiting for an impulse and a flag on every single scenario and doesn't know how to time a continuation correctly and they're not mm. profitable, well, then something needs to change. However, if someone is waiting for a set criteria and they are profitable, then it's great. I think more students need to understand what you're saying, which is just preference. And when you find that preference, like this is working for me, this is working very well. If someone's looking for a reversal right at the top that doesn't fit your plan, it's okay to leave it alone. That right. shouldn't influence your your thinking or make you feel anything different from how profitable you're going to be. How have you found navigating from that? Because I can tell it. Some people they will get influenced. Some people don't. It's it's different for everyone. Just trying to find. Uh my own style i kind of always knew what deep down like what i like to trade but at the same time i was still early on i wasn't profitable i still had all these psychological issues going on mm -hmm. so it wasn't really able to sh uh show and properly um you know let my results play out just due to so many reasons being early on in the journey obviously it takes time to get to the point where if you if you implement new things um it's going to take a while for it to actually play out properly especially if you're early on right you don't really you still don't know exactly what you're looking for but uh yeah just like i said i was trying to um find my own niche within the style and as soon as i figured it out um it was it's been pretty good because uh we're just able to double down on those you know go from there because i had that feedback from my own set of trades my own criteria and then i just doubled down on what specifically within those structures and those setups um has worked out and what doesn't work out so i've just gone from that um taking things out putting added things in nice. um, yeah so just been do, going do, from do, there. Do you, do you find that you trade any specific pairs more often have you have you found any kind of patterns where you know some people they just won't trade indices or they'll trade gold a lot have you found anything like that um so definitely i guess my my most traded pair is probably euro dollar and then some of the yen pairs as well like cad yen mm -hmm. aussie yen kiwi yen um i don't really take any trades on indices or at least i haven't in a long time um i don't really take any trades on aussie kiwi to be honest it doesn't really? doesn't work the best for me <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm not shocked to hear that. It was but, a pretty uh, tricky pair. You know, maybe I'll have to do some more more testing on that one. But uh, Euro Dollar is definitely my most traded pair and my most profitable profitable pair by far. Nice, solid. Yeah. I, I I always want to ask that question because you just never know. Everyone will naturally gravitate to towards different pairs and yeah. do well with different pairs, and that's totally normal. Um, but that that's absolutely epic. I'm I'm glad that you feel confident. You know your style. You know what you're looking for, uh, how you're looking to execute. Where it's got you this far, right? I'm yeah. I'm curious on your your whole experience for for other people in the community, maybe that have not gone for funding yet or in the process of going for funding. Is there anything that you would recommend that you went through from like a whether it's a psychological point of view? Uh, how was the emotions during that? Is there anything, a bit of advice? I mean, same thing with everything else, I think, with comes to trading um, at the beginning when you're doing anything new, it's always just going to feel weird, right? Like, so when I started doing the fun, all of a sudden I had these these new nerves. I put it on a pedestal. I was like, well, like, holy shit, like, I'm finally here. I'm doing this. And like, I all of a sudden, like, I felt like I didn't even know what I was doing anymore. I got all these nerves, um, all these emotions. I started feeling before I was taking a trade. Um, and I was honestly scared to take a trade at the beginning, um, just 
the biggest thing for me was over time was just like having that self-awareness that I was putting on a pedestal and trying to like calm myself down. Like, it's not really that big of a deal. You just have to be, do what you've been doing. Obviously in theory, that sounds, it's a lot easier said than done. Mm -hmm. You just have to do what you've been doing. Um, and you know, it should work out for you. And obviously same thing. The biggest thing I think I found for me with, uh, getting past every bump and, uh, you know, roadblock for my trading journey so far has just been experience um is the biggest thing um time in the market time in the fund it's just gone easier um and easier now i really don't feel those um nerves or i haven't don't really have it on a pedestal anymore like i used to especially those that first month um joining the fund yeah i love that i love that because it, i that's everyone goes through that put it up on a pedestal it changes the behavior and how they execute on positions they're they're too over the top or oh, this one it has to work or the first trade yeah. they take it might be a loss and then they get nervous yeah. of am i following the right thing all kinds of emotions and that's normal so I'm, I'm glad you said that because that will make a lot of people feel comfortable that are just starting off on the fund you experienced it and, and you'll realize anyone who's created any success goes through all of these there's no shortcut to success you have to yeah. embrace it and, and go through it so i'm i'm glad you did and that, that's a really really important part yeah yeah i think i think same thing with like honing in on your trading psychology. Like I did rewired and that helped um, a lot, helped me become a lot more self-aware, but at the end of the day, you still have to experience FOMO so many times. Exactly. FOMO trades 15, 20, however many times until it hurts so badly that you don't do it again. Right. And that, as soon as I got to that point where it hurts her badly and I know I'm making the same mistake over and over again, not just with taking trades out of FOMO, but all these different psychological issues that you have when you're trading. Um, until you make those mistakes so many times, you just have to catch yourself in the moment that one time. And then you're like, or at least for me, as soon as I caught myself, I was like, no, I'm taking this trade out of FOMO. You're not mm. going to take it right now. And then it was so much easier to not take the next one out of FOMO. So um, you kind of just have to get burned by the market so many times. I know it's not the answer that a lot of people want to hear. Um, at least for myself, I had to get burned so many times to finally take my medicine and learn from it. And it's funny because I, all these lessons that I finally, I feel like I got over you, um, Ibi and Abdu have been preaching for so long. You know, you, you, you say all these things and then I'd be like, yep, I would take it in. And it wasn't until I made that mistake so many times that I would finally realize, oh, this is what they're talking about. Um, I, you know, I wish I just listened to them right away, but also glad that I, I guess, learned the hard way. So it's more ingrained. I guess. And, and that's what that's why it is guidance. That's why mentoring yeah. uh, me just showing someone technical analysis, they can understand it and go, oh, that logically makes sense. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean that that would then be in the subconscious. Doesn't mean they can execute on it the next day. You mm -hmm. need time in the market. And that's why all we're doing is guiding you in the right direction and yeah. uh, allowing you to, to have that sense of comfort. You got people to reach out. You got people that have your back. And sometimes it can be the smallest thing. It might not even be a technical tweak that you get. It might be a psychological tweak. It might be one day you're waking up and actually not feeling the most powerful version of of who you are and then you log in and you listen to something that just reminds you to get back on track or you see someone who just passed on the fund and you thought you was getting in your own head there are so many benefits to 
having the right people around you guiding you in the right direction but ultimately getting punched in the mouth by the market is sometimes yeah. the, the best thing that you can get because you're like right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of immune to this pain now now yeah. I can just not have so much fear on placing the position and just stick to the plan stop taking it personally it was a great trade this I, if I take this nine times out of ten it's probably going to play out versus the one time it doesn't then you start questioning everything but I'm, I'm curious for you uh, Brent before we finish up how have you how have you found your experience in Falcon with the community? Because like you said, you're someone who's been working in the shadows. Uh, you joined, you know, a, a few years back and it was at a time when the whole world was kind of shut down. So you yeah. just like kind of knuckled down and, and done that. How did you find still leveraging things in Falcon in the community by actually working in the shadows? What was that like? I'll start off just by saying, I mean, the community is great, even though I haven't been the most active, I've still taken so much value. Um, and uh you know benefited so much from the community not only because you i see you know however many hundreds of people are there also going through the same struggles that i'm going through makes it a lot easier right if i'm just doing this on my own and i'm like oh this is how i'm feeling i'm, I'm like this is not going well but then when you look it's like same thing other people are having going through the same struggles i realize like this is just part of like the learning process right? You have to go through these struggles. Everyone's going through the same thing. It's not going to be easy. And also the same thing, you have all these people asking good questions, um, asking you good questions on the Sunday, Sunday market breakdown. And I've benefited a lot um, from those as well. Taking a look at the beginning, taking a look at people that are more experienced with me, what they're looking at, why they're looking at it, um, and just taking a lot of value from them, especially um, Ibi and Abdu when they weren't coaches um they were doing these back testing webinars and obviously dropping videos and read only it took so much value from from those to be honest especially those uh those back testing webinars i would say uh, back last year um i've learned so much technically um just from obviously watching other people do the back testing watching maybe Nabdu do the back testing um and uh yeah just i don't think i would have had the due diligence to persist until I've gone to this point without having um, that group of people around me, regardless of as to how active I was in the, in the community. Yeah, that's that's spot on, and that's what I love. You've you've leveraged what you needed to leverage from from your personality and what you like to do, and and I think that's important. Some people work amazing in the shadows, mm -hmm. and some people need to engage. Some people need one to one mentoring. Some people don't right? Stay in your own lane and just do leverage what you have in front of you. Use the resources to the best of your ability. Each one of us are different. Not everyone has to do exactly the same thing to end at the same results. It doesn't mm -hmm. work like that. But as long as you know, collectively, got great people around you, you have the support, you have the resources, you just day by day, you just improve and you'll get there in your own time. And, and I'm sure you'll be ticking off that that quarter mil goal as well, which is, is going to be absolutely epic for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh looking forward to it just got to keep doing what i'm doing um and just take it uh you know one day at a time making sure that i'm preparing myself the best way i can for the markets and if a trade comes it comes if it doesn't it doesn't um so i'm just looking forward to seeing where um i'm at and where everyone else in the community at is uh at the uh at the end of the year I just saw actually another person in the community just passed the funny assessment yes. it seems like every week now um becoming like a domino effect which is really cool to see um and i'm just excited to level up 
hopefully level up with everyone else in the community. Yeah. Yeah, excited. I'm excited for it. I can't wait until the end of the year when we look back on all the growth that has happened. Mm-hmm. There, there is almost like there's this energetic shift in the community over the past uh, months recently as well. And it's just we are aggressively moving forward to these goals. Of course, um, I can't share too much on here about the bigger infrastructure that we've got that we spoke about earlier. However, yeah. there are just seriously big plans for for every single one of you, which I can't wait to uh, f- to see that manifest. So thank you so much for taking the time to jump on, sharing all of that value to people in the community that have not um, known so much about your growth. And I'm sure they're going to take a lot of inspiration from that seriously. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, really enjoyed this conversation. Hopefully, uh, hopefully get to chat soon, actually. 100% honestly can't wait for it keep us updated and look forward to having you on in the future when you're taking off some bigger goals dude cheers cheers will do enjoy appreciate it man